0: Hey everyone, you are listening to Passing the Torch Podcast. On this episode, it's my very first episode with a guest. This episode was actually recorded on a previous podcast that I hosted. It was a, it was a sports podcast. While I still have that sport sports podcast, I also have an additional podcast that just focuses on strictly mentorship and uh, leadership and uh, inspiration. My very first guest on Passing the Torch Podcast is former Air Force Chief of Staff, General John Jumper. There's a lot of things that he talks about In this episode, a lot of very quotable things. Bottom line, he has a lot of years and experience in military service, a lot of great insight, a lot of, again, just leadership messages and quotes. So just check it out and listen. And after you're done listening, just please uh, like and share my Facebook page, Passing the Torch with Martin Foster, in order to continue to spread the word and just help me grow my podcast and my audience. I need people to just like and share my page. That's all you have to do. It's very simple. Listen, like, and share thanks for your time enjoy the episode hello everybody my name is martin foster and i'm the host of the AIM sports podcast now i typically talk about sports however some other topics that i'm interested in are mentorship and leadership here to talk with me a little bit about both as a man who knows a thing or two mr john jumper sir how's it going great martin how are you today I'm doing really well. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, Like I said, I typically just talk about sports in my podcast. However, I have a huge passion and I I can talk for a long time about leadership and mentorship and just the the positive impact at both. And you you searched for a long time. We talked about this before we started recording. How fast did the time just really fly by? Well, I spent
1: 39 years in the Air Force and, uh, you know, I retired in 2005. It's hard to believe it's been 12 years. Uh, I've been fairly active uh, well actually very active since i retired so that time has gone by uh, quickly too but the the uh, 30 39 almost 40 years that i uh, served in the air force were uh, remarkable i wouldn't trade uh, a minute of it uh, extremely rewarding and uh you know to guys like you i say i've seen both sides i've been out to, into the big world been in the commercial world uh, been the ceo of a large public company and uh uh, I, I, I can say that uh, you all are doing the right thing. You all who are on active duty now or serving your nation are with the finest people in the world, and uh, uh, you should be very proud of the choice you've made to, uh, to serve your country in the Air Force.
0: Does it amaze you just how far technology and everything's come just when you first uh, joined in 1966? Oh yeah you know when I' uh, back in back in those days
1: uh, you know everything was analog uh, hardly anything was digital and uh, to watch the transition to the digital world and uh, to be able to uh, watch the instantaneous global communications and to be a part of it uh, be a part of that huge transition uh, to watch uh, us uh, get into the world of cyber warfare which I stayed with after I retired my uh, the company I was where uh, I was a CEO was a was a of technology and cyber company, and to watch that technology advance, and as well as uh, uh, all the uh, the digitization of uh, everything we do in command and control, etc., has been uh, uh, quite remarkable. And it's been great in one respect uh, to watch it uh, evolve, and uh, a little actually frustrating in other respects to uh, know that we haven't really uh, gone as far and fast as we should in uh, in taking advantage of technology and. In many ways, we've lost our edge uh, in uh, a lot of technology to uh,
0: to our adversaries. But uh, still, it has been an amazing journey. So much is, uh, like we said, so much has changed. Um, you know, since when you first came in, social media is such a huge part of the uh, today's military and just today's world in, uh, overall. How can leaders best leverage social media to their advantage? Well, that's a tough one. You know, uh, I dealt with this uh, in the in the civilian world.
1: Uh, one of the problems with uh, Social media and the whole digital world is that uh, I find that people in workstations and, and uh, on their iPhones and and uh, texting and messaging, etc., really don't behave uh, all the time like they're like their true selves. And as a matter of fact, uh, in many ways, you get a lot braver when you don't have to f- uh, look at somebody in the eye uh, and you do things that you really uh, shouldn't do. And this is a uh, this is one of the problems with uh, with social media. You know, in the company that I work with, I had a lot of people who wanted to uh, work work from home and uh, use their home as a virtual workstation, which which is fine. You, you can do that for some kinds of jobs. Uh, I used to say that uh, there's uh, no such thing as a virtual promotion. So, uh, you know, people, uh, whether they're in the military or in, they're in the civilian world, uh, need to make sure that and the qualities, the social skills and qualities that have to do with uh, human contact and uh, be able to, uh, you have to work twice as hard in this day and age to develop leadership skills, uh, to be able to inspire human endeavor and be able to uh, communicative with, uh, with the folks you work with day in and day out. We're too, we've, we've isolated ourselves, I think, and I think it's a danger. On the other hand, you point out that uh, social media is a powerful thing. It it can be, uh, both for positive and negative. Uh, uh, But when we pick up on the negative and we tend to uh, make ourselves believe uh, what uh, the latest rumor is or uh, actually contribute to uh, rumors, innuendo, and we don't... uh, Care to find out the truth, then, then it's negative, and it's uh, it, it can be counterproductive. So it goes both ways. It's a powerful thing. Uh, leaders uh, have to step into it very carefully because, as I said, um, when you step into it as a commander or as the, as the CEO of a company, uh, you've got to be aware that um, people can come back and say things they really don't mean to say. And you have to make sure that you're not giving them an opportunity to destroy themselves by making a comment yourself as a leader uh, on, on social media. So uh, it's got to be approached with care. It's a powerful tool. It can be, it can be used productively, but it's got to be
0: used carefully. The military prides itself on camaraderie and just sticking together. Do you think that's kind of been... A lost a little with social media because like you said people are just they're, they're more virtual and isolated yeah they have you know here again uh guys like you uh senior ncos
1: that uh are out there and, and commanders but uh, i think especially the senior ncos uh have got to make sure that you that you don't lose sight of some of the traditional ways that uh you made sure that your people got together i mean i recall back uh in the maintenance squadrons and the security squadrons and uh even in in uh, some of the uh, some of the other uh, squadrons I've been in, uh, you know, they used to start the day with some sort of a roll call, and uh, you'd have a chance to get together and uh, talk over what was bothering you, and it had a chance to uh, mix with your uh, uh, with your first sergeant and your commander, and uh, uh, were just a little bit more personal then. And you had my dad, who uh, grew up in the Air Force and retired. He was a two star. Used to say that. Uh, uh, leadership is mostly about just walking around and uh, talking to people. And uh, I think that's that's something that we have lost, but but we have to deliberately put ourselves uh, out there to have that face-to-face contact. Uh, and it's just harder to do today than it was before. We used to have clubs, too. The NCO club and the officers' clubs uh, back in the day were, were active places, and social interaction was the thing you look forward to. Uh, uh, during the week and, and toward Friday night, and uh, you know that's just sort of gone away with uh, some of the other distractions that uh, that uh, come into our lives uh, as, as a consequence of uh, of progress, I guess.
0: How differently would you approach leadership in today's Air Force? Say if you were just a brand new second lieutenant or just a young captain.
1: Well. the first- I do is what, as a matter of fact. I do what I did when I came in, what my dad told me to do. You go grab the first sergeant. You go grab the senior NCO, and and you put yourself in that person's hand. Uh, somebody who's been doing it for 15 or 20 years, and you uh, you let them uh, teach you the ropes. Uh, you let you let them uh, teach you uh, how people uh, how how people uh, uh, what their sensitivities are and, uh, and and what their problems are and. You just get to understand them and their work environment. Uh, uh, you get to know actually. You get to know their families, and and you you, you take part in their lives uh, in, in a way that is it's much more difficult to today. But we shouldn't abandon those principles. We should uh, we should uh, seek them out actually. And uh, and and so if I were a lieutenant uh, second lieutenant today, uh, I do exactly. Uh, what I did back uh, back when I got what my dad advised
0: me to do it's it, it's, just, it's just harder to get done these days than it was then. But the foundation still remains the same, and I've um, that's definitely some advice I've taken. Just just getting Absolutely. out and, and just talking Absolutely. to people. It's it, it, the
1: same Air Force, you know. When you uh, when I travel overseas, and uh, I've even done it since I've uh, retired, gone out and uh, and visit the the, the the troops and and watch the the uh, the spirit and. Uh, their dedication and how how easy it is to come together when you do have a single purpose mission. Uh, when you are uh, when you are uh, a part of something bigger than yourself, and that and that thing that's bigger than yourself is something that's very visible, like the like a mission in combat uh, when you're deployed. Uh, those. Those things bring us together, and we've got to recognize that and be able to, to, uh, to keep that spirit alive in our, in our day-to-day activity in the Air Force. Realize what the nation, uh, what the nation uh, uh, really uh, wants its Air Force to be, and that is an Air Force that can, uh, that can fly and fight, that can uh, put kinetic power uh, on an enemy, uh, that can deploy, that can sustain itself while deployed, uh, and uh, is the most uh, proficient in all the things that go into that, be it flying airplanes, fixing airplanes, uh, opening a base, sustaining a base, and all that it takes logistically to, and, and from a personnel point of view to, to keep all of that going. That's what the nation values in, in its Air Force, and, uh, and we should all be aware of that. And be able to reinforce each other uh, in, in the pursuit of that mission.
0: How important is mentorship, and do you feel like is maybe that word sometimes get used in the wrong context that people just don't understand?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think people confuse uh, sort of mentorship with sponsorship. Uh, if somebody's trying to mentor you, uh, and, and this is what I've tried to make clear all of my career is that as a mentor, I uh, I, I expose people to sort of the next level of. Um, of, of what to expect in the Air Force. You you guide them. Uh, you uh, help them uh, understand why things happen at the next level in ways that uh, people probably don't understand uh, at the lower levels. Uh, everybody thinks that uh, senior leadership uh, makes uh Uninformed or or even stupid decisions, and you get to see the whole story, the other things that a commander is considering when a decision is made, and so you you create um, you create the opportunity for somebody that you're mentoring to uh, be able to expose their skills and uh, in 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 a favorable you, you give them a favorable opportunity to do that. It shouldn't be confused with sponsorship is not good. Sponsorship is when you take the person you like and you elevate them above everybody else and you shove them to the front of every line and those are the things that uh, in the end inspire controversy inspire jealousies uh, uh, you get all the wrong reaction for that. Uh, the person who's been mentored properly when they get ahead everybody in the room should say yep that person deserves it. Uh, well, I've watched that that young airman uh, come up, and that young—that's an outstanding young airman—and they deserve to to be uh, to be rewarded for it uh, for, for what they've done. That's the kind. That's the kind of of, of results that proper uh, proper mentorship uh, uh, de- delivers.
0: How important is it for senior CEOs to mentor and develop the best they can young C G O S?
1: Well, it's very important. You know, I used to be very upset when uh, you know we get the. Uh, youngsters out of uh, basic training, uh, they come into the unit, and uh, and the first thing they do is get uh, get told that the real Air Force uh, isn't uh, isn't uh, all of the discipline and all of the ideals that you learned at uh, Lackland. It's much different than that. The real world is uh, gloomier. It's harder. It's uh, uh, you know the you 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 have to you have to learn to deal with the real world. Uh, I preferred the NCOs that tried to maintain those high standards uh, uh, that uh, went face-to-face with the people that, uh, that worked for them and with them, that uh, had a, a keen eye on the mission at all times, uh, and uh, that when you walked in the room, you knew this outfit was, uh, uh, was blessed with uh, great NCOs, senior NCOs in particular, that were leading their people in the proper way as opposed to walking in a room and everybody slouched over or slouched in a chair. Uh, when I was a senior officer, nobody stood up uh, from time to time. Those kinds of things that let you know that uh, uh, you know, you didn't have that mutual respect uh, that you should have uh, in our Air Force.
0: There's so many things going on in our world just overall if you were just a, uh, a squadron commander or a group commander or any type of commander in today's Air Force, what would you do to keep your uh, your team focused?
1: For me, it's very easy. Uh, I've, I've watched uh, our Air Force and the people in our Air Force perform for a very long time. And it's hard because every single day we work hard. And uh, we're dealing with problems, especially at the leadership level. Your colonels and your Senior NCOs are dealing with problems most of the time. And it's hard to make yourself or your people stand back and take a look at what you're really doing. It's amazing that we are able as an Air Force to take our, our weapons and deploy them halfway around the world, set up at an operating location that is uh, uh, halfway around the world, sustain ourselves for months and even years at a time, and uh, be able to do that in, in a matter of hours and uh, do it as effectively, more effectively than anyone else in the world, any other Air Force in the world, uh, to have the respect that we have from uh, from others around the world um, and to be a part of that team is absolutely amazing. And I, you, uh, guys like you who are senior NCOs and our commanders, owe it to our people to stand in front of them every once in a while and just... Just let them know how important it is what we do day in and day out in our United States Force. Uh, when you look at the at the uh, effect we're having on uh, on global terrorism, uh, the uh, ability to reach out to, and to do damage to our enemies like ISIS, uh, to be able to, to to do it in ways that they can't detect, uh, to be able to uh, to you know to respond to uh, various situations in, uh, humanitarian disasters, uh, when they occur, uh, all that we mean to the United States of America, we have to, we have to remind ourselves from time to time that it's, be- that it's because we get in there and we have problems and we fix the problems, but then we need to be able to celebrate the results of our work. And, uh, so if, if I'm, If I'm out there standing in front of a group of people, I'm reminding them of how absolutely vitally important it is, not only to the Air Force, not only to the nation, but to the world. What we do uh, to keep whatever stability there is in the world, we have a big part of doing that. And uh, there is no more rewarding uh, job on this earth than what uh, you and your colleagues in uniform today are doing
0: for the nation. Sir, last question. The Air Force has recently celebrated its 70th anniversary, its 70th birthday. What do you think is key for the development and advance- advancement of the Air Force over the next 70 years?
1: Well, I think we just uh, we need to do uh, a much better job at taking advantage of the of the technology that's out there, and uh, in in the budget in the budgeting uh, process, uh, in our in our relations with Congress. Uh, our air force could be very much more effective if we uh, had just taken advantage of opportunities that we've had to integrate the set systems that we have, to integrate our command and control better, to uh, be able to uh, uh, to, uh, to not only just modernize, which which implies just replace a platform with a platform, but also to integrate, take advantage of the uh, of the of the digitization and the digital. Uh, uh, technology uh, that's out there, to be able to uh, get information uh, uh, to, the, to the battlefield and to the, and to the cockpit uh, in, in much more efficient ways, uh, be able to react to situations uh, in, in uh, much quicker than we've, we've really been able to do. Even though we're getting better, we're not anywhere near where we should be as far as I'm concerned. Uh, People are working on that. I think they understand that. Our new chief, uh, General Goldfein, I know uh, does understand that. Uh, And uh, I think we have a great team in General Goldfein and uh, Secretary Wilson in Washington to help uh, lead the way uh, into the future. So uh, we've got to make sure that people understand, first, the importance of what they do, Uh, the dedication that they demonstrate is unique. Uh, as America's value system, uh, in my view, continues to erode, uh, we've got people who still believe in honesty, character, and integrity. Uh, the core values of the, of the United States Air Force still uh, apply uh, to, uh, to the people in our Air Force and, and, in our, and I think are carried out by the majority of the people in our Air Force. Um, so we need to stay true to our values I think we need to pursue technology with uh, more vigor, and I think that uh, uh, we have to make sure that we are anticipating uh, as best we can what's out there in this world that is so unstable today.
0: So you retired in 2005, and the mentorship never stops. I, I love it. I think uh, you provided <laughs> some great insight today. I, uh, I have a note card right in front of me with only two questions, and and I figured. We'll start talking about something, and it'll it'll drive to another question that's exactly uh what happened um, yeah. and I think that's great you provided some uh some pretty awesome insight today and just overall mentorship sir I, I can't explain or just express how much this means to me i thank you so much for uh for doing this uh my episode of the podcast i told my wife a couple weeks ago i was like yeah i'm gonna ask uh <laughs> general jumper for do my podcast and i got some crazy looks but again just uh thank you so much i appreciate you uh you taking time out of your day i appreciate your mentorship your leadership and uh i just wish you the best of luck and everything
1: well thank you. Uh, very much and I wish you all the luck and all the people who listen to this uh, my very best wishes. We are the greatest air force in the world because of you and uh, the people who wear our uniform today. Thank you very much.
0: All right, everybody, that wraps up the most recent episode of AIM Sports Podcast. Again, for those listening, I typically talk about sports, but I took a little bit different approach today with by talking about leadership and mentorship with a guy that knows a lot about both of those um, with Mr. John Jumper as a guest. Uh, if you like what I had to say and you want to hear more, please, 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 uh, first, like my Facebook page. Just go to AIM Sports Guys and just, uh, just like that page. That way, you'll stay current on all the uh, latest content that I publish. Please check out my podcast on iTunes. Uh, same thing. I'll post a link on facebook and if you actually just go to uh, itunes you can just search for uh, the aim sports guys podcast i appreciate everyone for listening thanks for your time have a good day